this episode of the Attracting and Retaining Customers podcast, I'm going to share with you some thoughts and ideas how to make better use of PowerPoint. Welcome back to the Attracting and Retaining Customers podcast, the podcast that offers tips and ideas for sales, marketing, presenting and pitching. I'm your host, Trevor Lee, and thank you very much for joining me. Now, on today's show, I'm going to be focusing on PowerPoint. How many times have you been to a business event or sat through a presentation and you've heard those words going through your mind? Oh, God, I'm suffering. I'm suffering from death by PowerPoint. Everybody has this thing, don't they, about death by PowerPoint. So on today's show, I'm going to share with you some tips and ideas as to how to make better use of PowerPoint or Prezi or Keynote. They're all kind of the same in a similar situation when you're doing your presentation. But before I begin, a reminder that you can find uh, this show on iTunes and download all previous episodes. All you need to do is simply type in attracting and retaining customers in the iTunes search bar. And if you've got a question or you'd like to send in an audio file, an audio question would be brilliant. Or you'd like to come on the show maybe and and share some thoughts and ideas and your expertise in, in the sales, marketing, presenting or pitching environment, then do get in touch. You can email me via trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk. So after all that, let's get on with today's show. So, PowerPoint. My first question is, whenever I work with anybody on who's putting together a presentation, is, do you actually need to use any slides? Do you need to use PowerPoint? That's the first question I always ask. Because I, th- I find that what tends to happen is that people, as soon as they get to know they're doing a presentation of any sort at all, they fire up their computer, up comes the PowerPoint or the Prezi or Keynote, whichever they're using, It's mainly PowerPoint still these days. And they start to populate loads of slides. Don't do that. Don't do that. Ask yourself that first question. Do you really need PowerPoint? There are some good reasons not to use PowerPoint. Number one is that you can be really memorable, especially if you're talking to an audience at a business event or something like that, and everybody else is going to use PowerPoint and you don't. Then that stands you out. I, uh, I've got a, a routine I do, call it a routine, um, which I, I use at business events, usually breakfast events, um, where I'm speaking on a subject for 10, 15 minutes, and I use an old suitcase. I do uh, refer to it as the PowerPoint of the 1970s, but um, it means I'm quite memorable. And it's amazing how many people come up to me and say, hey, I remember that suitcase and what was in it, because I have you know things I bring out the suitcase. So, uh, you know, do you need to use PowerPoint? The other thing, of course, is that there's never any risk of equipment failure if you're not using PowerPoint, if you're not using any technology. <laughs> I was at a business event recently, and I think I mentioned it in one of the other podcasts, where um, somebody was using a presentation and they weren't, u- well, they weren't actually using PowerPoint. They were using PDF slides. Oh, whatever you do, don't ever use PDF slides. It just is a nightmare and it can often go wrong. It stopped on them. They didn't know how to get it started again. Oh, it was a disaster for them, really. So question one then is, do you need to use PowerPoint? And if the answer is, well, yeah, it's going to help me deliver my message. It's going to help me engage my audience. 
then yeah, you need to use PowerPoint. So if you've answered question number one is the answer is yes, then listen in for the rest of the you know the rest of this podcast now. We'll talk about some ways in which you can really make better use of PowerPoint. So you've decided to use PowerPoint. Right, number one thing is you need to be ready to be a ruthless editor. That's my first tip on how to make best use of PowerPoint. Far too many people put far too many words on far too many slides. And you've seen all this. You know all this. So next time you do it, don't do this yourself as well. Because uh, the worst thing you want to do, you know, how many times have you stood, you know, as a presenter been there and you've been in an audience and they've said, well, I know most of you won't be able to read this. So why have you put it on the screen? (laughs) So here's a way of thinking about this. Right. Treat PowerPoint as a prompt for your audience, not a script for yourself. Now, in that way, that will really help you define what you're going to be put in there. The other thing, of course, is try and find out in advance the sort of size of screen you're going to be working with. Now, if you're delivering a presentation to an audience at a cinema, you've got a massive screen. So everyone's going to see everything you've put on there. But clearly, you don't want to you know, clutter up every slide with too many messages. But what happens normally is it's completely the reverse of that. The screen sizes usually aren't adequate for the size of the audience. So you need to be wary of that because what you don't want is information on the screen that everybody in the audience can't see. And one way of checking this is to, well, clearly is to try and get to the venue before the audience and put up your slides. Put your slide on there that you've put the most words on. Go and sit in the seat at the very back of the, of the, of the room and see whether you can see it. If you can't see it clearly, then think about what doing something about it. So, number of slides, number of words. They're usually the things that cause the most deaths by PowerPoint in any business audience. How are you going to deal with that? Well, my view is when you put a word on a slide, start with one word. Do you need any more than one word? Put the most important word on the slide in relation to what you're using that slide to describe and work up from there. And if you get to two or three or four or five, maybe six even, then that's fine. Once you start getting into double figures with words on a slide, then you really need to think about why you've got why you've got all those words on that slide. Don't write in sentences. Because if you do, all that'll happen is it'll encourage you to read from the slide. And that's the last thing you want to do as a presenter is find yourself where you're doing that little the presenter's turn, as I call it, where you're facing the audience to start with and then you, your body, you know, starts to turn, starts to turn. So suddenly you've now got the audience maybe over your right shoulder and the screen over your left shoulder and you're starting to look at the screen, see what's on there, start to read from it. Oh, God, don't do that. Don't do that. So be very ruthless in the number of slides you use and the number of words on each slide. That's a really important tip. Second tip is the way you use images, diagrams, videos on on PowerPoint. Because I think all of these can be really good. uh, But they can also be a bit of a disaster as well. So if you're going to use images, then use images that are relevant and that, you know, work for you in terms of the message that you're giving. Because, you know, it it is true, a picture paints a thousand words. So a really strong image will be great for you to be able to use and illustrate your point, so to speak. If you're going to use diagrams, then make sure that they're not too complicated. And 
a diagram can be very powerful if you're trying to illustrate a point. So you could use a very complicated slide and say, this is how complicated this particular subject is. I'm not expecting you to find the detail of this slide. I don't even understand it myself. But all I'm showing it is for illustration purposes only. So that you can use that in a quite a, a dramatic way as well. Um, videos. Videos are, you know, can be really powerful parts of presentations, but they can also be a major distraction. Because if the video goes on for too long, you know, there's nothing going on now. You've lost contact with your audience because ultimately a presentation is about you. And, you know, the slides are there as, as a bit of a prompt for the audience, as I said earlier. So if you play a two or three minute video, you're out of action for two or three minutes. You've then got to get the audience back engaged with you. So I'm always very cautious about including videos in presentations. 15, 20 seconds is probably enough because it can seem an awful long time watching a video, 15, 20 seconds, if it's not very interesting. So again, ask yourself the question, why am I including it in the presentation? Does it really earn its place? And if the answer is yes, and it's going to add to the presentation, then put it in there. But just check how long it runs for. And also do a sound check. I've been to many, many business presentations where lovely videos come on the screen. No one can hear the audio because no one checked the sound before the event started. So really do make sure that your video is engaging, it's interesting, and it doesn't, it doesn't lose momentum. It has to flow. All presentations need to flow. And sometimes people are tempted to put videos in there because they're funny or something. I don't know. Um, but it just takes, it, you lose momentum within the presentation sometimes of the video. So be very cautious about videos. And of course, there's always a chance that, you know, the bloody technology won't work and things like that. So <laughs> I, uh, I was at a presentation um, uh, before Christmas and um, it were, you know, the, the start of the presentation was a video and it was a business audience, 140 people in this place. Uh, on come the main speakers. Blah, blah, blah. Right, we're going to show you a video. Uh, oh, gosh, we're not because it won't start. And then they're fiddling around and uh, it's just, you know, it just loses everything. So be cautious about videos. That's, uh, that's my next tip. So cautious about videos. Right, let's move on. Now, this could be con controversial, but I think that sometimes people over-design their slides. I'm a great believer in the old adage, you know, keep it simple, stupid, all that stuff. But I do think that you can overcomplicate your slides. Um, it, those of you who've been in business a while will remember when PowerPoint first came out. And there was all these little extra things that came on and people would uh, let them flow. And then they'd have these bullets racing in from everywhere. And God, the audience were on edge. You know, like, well, what's going to happen next? You know, and it, was, and it was all about the presentation design rather than the content. I was in Cornwall, I still am, but I was in Cornwall in 1999 when the eclipse came. And a couple of my colleagues in the media sector uh, did a presentation at a big conference uh, about the eclipse. And they decided to use that, that uh, you know, uh, technique in uh, PowerPoint where the, the slides go on at a certain rate themselves. And I know there's a, there is a big thing somewhere, I can't remember what it's called now, where that happens across the world where people press the button and the slides all go forward. But, God, you've got to know what you're doing there. And um, there was two of them presenting, so they were doing a slide each. And, of course, they was, one of them talked too long on one slide. The next slide came up, and then within about six slides, it was chaos. And they couldn't stop the damn thing. So... Uh, be very careful about how you program the slides. I, I, I would always think, 
be in control of that if you can. So to that degree, always think about you know the clicker and, and all that sort of stuff and how that's going to work. Talk about that in a second. But going back to design, you know, you don't need your logo on every slide. Why do people put their logo on every slide? It's as though, uh, right, we're on slide three, and if I don't put my logo on slide four, the audience will have completely forgotten who I am. So, you know, you don't need your corporate stuff on every slide, for goodness sake. It takes up a lot of room, and sometimes it can, you know, you you just want that. If you've got one word on a slide, then you've got loads of logos on there as well. It kind of loses the impact, doesn't it? So think about how you're going to do that. Be careful about backgrounds as well. Uh, you don't see so many now, but there was a time when everyone had that, you know, you, or you could put a nice little background in the back so you've got your logos, you know, it's subconsciously in there or whatever it is. <laughs> so, again, don't do that. And um, I think the days have gone now of people having bullet points on slides, aren't they? And they press a button and one comes in, and they press a button and another one comes in, I press a button and another one comes in. So the best thing to do is really not have the bullet points at all. It's kind of a bit old hat having bullet points on PowerPoint and on slides and things like that. So... So my message in this area is keep it the design simple. You want nothing on the slide that's going to distract from the main message of the slide. So, you know, no no fancy Dan colours and logos and all lovely designs because it could miss the message of the slide. So that's the next tip. Be very careful about slide design. Right, the final tip then is how to use PowerPoint smoothly. Because lots of people, <laughs> they tend to press the button and then they look up the screen in surprise as what's come on the screen, you know, what's on there next, what's the next slide. So you need to you need to get used to the transitions and builds because there's some really nice ones around now. I tend to use Keynote more than PowerPoint. There's some really nice ones and Prezi, you know, is a nice one. It comes in and out and all that sort of stuff. So look at how that works. But... Um, make sure that the transitions are, are relevant to the slide. So if you've got a really important piece of you know message coming up, then you know you can put a quite a dramatic transition in there, a doorway or a dissolve or something like that. Um, the other thing to do is when you're actually presenting the slides, always link the slides. To my mind, there should never be a surprise on the screen for the audience in terms of what's coming up on the next slide, and and certainly not for you as well. Um, so. Always introduce the slide before you press the button. So something along the lines of, so ladies and gentlemen, now on the next slide, I'm going to show you, I'm going to illustrate with a really powerful image as to how this message gets over or something like that. Then you press the button or somebody presses the button for you. I, again, I'd always be in control of pressing the button myself if you can because, you know, okay, you go with a flow on the day and it's and all that sort of stuff. And then the slide comes up. So the audience know what's coming up. You know what's coming up. But most people don't do that. Most people just press the button, like I did then, at <laughs> my desk. And then, uh, and then the presenter looks at the screen. Oh, yes, right. OK, this slide. Yeah, yeah, I remember this slide. Um, now, what I need to tell you about this slide. Oh, it's not very professional, is it? It's all a bit clunky and all that sort of stuff. So there we go. Let me, uh, I'll do a quick review of, uh, of those tips on, uh, on, on PowerPoint. So here's the quick review. Question first up, do you need PowerPoint at all? Can you, you know, do you need to use it? Second thing is, you know, be a ruthless editor. Keep the words and slides down to the minimum. Don't use sentences. Think about or find out about the screen size that you're going to be faced with when you're doing your presentation. 
Number three, use images, diagrams, videos. You know, be careful how you use them. If they add to the presentation, they create great impact, fine. But what you don't want them to do is distract from your core message and indeed from you as the presenter. Keep your slides design simple. You know, you don't want to clutter all your slides with tons of corporate logos and backgrounds and all sorts of fancy down bits on the slide. You know, keep it kind of simple. And finally, put transitions in that are relevant and useful and also link all the slides. So you tell people what's coming up. It's the classic way of doing a presentation. You know, remember that when you're doing that presentation, the three tell them, tell them what you're going to tell them, tell them, tell them what you've told them. You do that with a slide. So what's coming up next is, then you explain the slide and you move on to the next one. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. That's the end of this podcast. Um, I hope you found it useful. Now, if you've got any questions about presentations or you uh, want any help with any presentations, then, you know, you can always call me in. I'm happy to provide a service. I've got uh, details on my website trevorleemedia.co.uk about all the presentation activity I do I uh, help companies organise and do presentation skills training for them and also work with individuals especially if you've got a, a presentation coming up that's really going to make a difference to your to your company or yourself or whatever it is so if you are new to the show and you haven't subscribed yet then please do so you can find the shows on itunes you can leave a review that would be superb if you could leave a review this is this is show is, a, is early days yet so uh, still trying to build the audience so uh, anything you, you know if you like the show and you can help me build the audience that would be fantastic. Um, don't forget also you can connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, that would be great as well. I've got uh, quite a few people on there already, so that would be terrific. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I've, I've been your host, Trevor Lee, and I'll be back with another episode of Attracting and Retaining Customers very soon. So until the next time, thanks very much for listening. Uh, bye for now. <laughs>